Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back to the show. This is That's How I Roll, and I am Jeremiah and... Yeah, all those things were true. <laughs> Welcome to the show that is about the games we play and the lives we live. And uh, I've got a really cool show for you today. At least I think so. I think all of them are cool. I I hope you do too. Uh, <laughs> this is episode number 91. We're on our countdown to number 100. So hoping that I come up with something cool for that show in the next nine weeks because that's a big, big deal coming up on the triple digits here. So let me give you the rundown of this week's show and we'll get underway. We're going to take a look and find what the word on the street is, which I've got some cool news and updates for you there. And then we're going to do a drive-by review of capital city from calliope games which is one of their titan series games from james Ernest. really well i don't want to give anything away but it's a good game and then we'll finish up with some real talk and we're going to talk about the changing seasons coming up here so that's it for what we're going to be doing this week i say we jump into it let's go All right, the word on the street this week is that I almost died. <laughs> Not, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe kind of, but so I, let's see, what are we, t- I'm, a, I'm a day late again. I know last week I released my episode on Thursday doing the same thing this week uh, because last week was first day of school for my oldest. Today was the first week of school for my second oldest. And so the just leading up to the first day of school and all those things really makes it hard for me. So I, I kind of made a little bit of wiggle room by pushing the show back a day because I still had other deadlines that I had to meet on top of all of the first day of school stuff. So anyway, last week, uh, after I released the show on Thursday, I just didn't feel right all day. And then later that night, after um, we kind of got the kids in bed and everything, I like this stomach bug just hit me out of nowhere. And if you know anything about me, when I get sick, I, I have this thing they call vasovagal syncope, which is basically all of the blood rushes away from your head and you pass out. And um, I felt stuff like that coming on, which usually happens when I get nauseous or my stomach gets really, really gross. Like I'm going to, you know, get rid of the food in it. And so (laughs) it was just, uh, it was an ugly scene. I was on the floor trying not to pass out. And my wife's grabbing the closest thing she can find for me to, uh, make a mess into <laughs> and it was it was a rough go there for a few days and it just man it knocked me out I missed a couple days of work which was not at all uh, what I wanted to do over the weekend and uh, so that was a big part of in between last show and now 
which I really, it's been probably, gosh, four or five years since I really had a stomach bug really hit me hard. Um, and so, yeah, that was not, not cool at all. So let's talk about some more funner things <laughs> about uh, what's been going on since then. Uh, we have done a couple things over on Theology of Games, which I am kind of excited about. We put up a page called the TOG Top Rated. So myself and Scott Firestone and AJ Skifstad all got together and we wrote down, we made a list of like, what are your top games? What are games you think everyone should have in their collection? Uh, you know, what are, or just a game that's really, really good and solid that you think is uh, worthy of being put on this top rated list now. So there's probably like some staples in there that you, th- that might need to be added or, or things like that. But we put these lists together and ones that we all agreed on got put in the top rated list. And then we all have our own list on this page as well. So if you go to um, theologyofgames.com, there's along the the menu bar, the navigation bar, there's TOG's top rated. You can click on that and you can see that list. Uh, We also included links. There's Amazon links. If you want to find a a copy for hopefully inexpensively, uh, you can find it there. If you want to add to your, your collection that way, or if you uh, just know somebody that is looking to get a gift and needs kind of pointed in the right direction, these are games you just can't go wrong with. They're, they're just safe bets. They're solid, awesome games. And uh, so we did that. And then I also, I built out a nice little page for our other show, Board Games Daily. And uh, I put on there a couple buttons. One of them will take you straight to the Anchor page where you can do the listener support thing through Anchor with us, or you can just kind of listen to all the shows that are currently there because we populate that thing so often. I just needed a place where you can go, oh, I want to listen to the show and click, boom, it'll take you to the homepage of the show. All the, the players embedded there, you can listen to it right from there. Or another cool thing about this page that I think is cool, we always ask people to kind of be a part of the conversation there because it's a daily thing. We've got topics going. It's really fun. And you can do that if you download the Anchor app. You can be a part of the show. You can actually voice message us and we'll play your voice message on the show and and respond and everything, which we think is really cool. But we also know not everybody listens on Anchor. So what I did is I put a button there. It says, write the show. So you can click on that in a formal pop-up and you give us your name and then you can write comments. And so you can just kind of say, Hey, you guys were talking about like this week, we're talking about what are games you're dying to play after con season. You got a game in your collection that you really want to play. And uh, so you can just say, Hey, I'm dying to play this game. It looks really fun for whatever reason. And submit that and it'll come to us and then we'll read it on the air and we'll respond. Uh, so that way it's another way for you to interact with us and have a cool conversation. We don't, we have a spot for your email. If you want to sign up for the email list, cool. But if not, it's not required. You don't have to give us your email list, your email. We're not trying to like data mine here. We just want to have ways for you to join the conversation. So that's the word on the street. Uh, let's see. I almost died. The boys both went back to school. Uh, Board Games Daily has a cool new page on our site. And of course, TOG's top rated. I think it's been a pretty productive week. What do you think? All right, let's go ahead and I'm going to move on 
and we're going to go into our review for this week. Whoa! Hey everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review. So this week we are talking about, we're taking a look at Capital City. This is from Calliope Games, like I said, and it is designed by James Ernest. This is one of the Titan series games. So if you remember a couple years ago now, Calliope Games ran this Kickstarter uh, and they called this the Titan series. There was like eight games from eight different designers, guys like Eric Lang and Paul Peterson and now James Ernest. I think Mike Elliott's one of them. Uh, there's a lot of really heavy hitters in this series. Um, I, I reviewed uh, Running of the Bulls a couple months ago, maybe more, which was Paul Peterson's uh, entry into that series. So they ran that Titan series thing, and this is the latest from it. Capital City is a, uh, I guess it's a drafting game at heart. Uh, but there's a couple different mechanics in it that we'll talk about here. So you'll see what I'm getting at. It plays three to six players and it takes this. The box says 30 to 50 minutes. I played mostly with four players and it was right around that 30 minute mark. So maybe if you had the full six, you could probably push it up to 45, 50 minutes. But it definitely is right on the fringe of being like a filler type game. So um, it's it's that kind of depth and weight and also length. Uh, the game plays like this. Everybody is going to have a starting character. There's these families of characters and they're all different colors. Uh, so the, there's different sets of cards that are different colors, but there are also all these different animal families. So there's like frogs and wolves or I guess coyotes and uh, buffalo and hawks. So those get shuffled up. You use a certain amount depending on how many players are playing. And each player randomly gets dealt one, and that one's played face up in front of you. So you kind of have a start with one of these characters. Now, all of the characters have on the bottom of them, they have half of a symbol, a heart, a cog, or a gear, or a sheriff star. And then you're going to... So basically the idea is, is you're building your your town. Um, the, the catchphrase, I guess the slogan of the game is build the best old West. So you're going to do this by putting buildings into your town and putting more characters, more, uh, people into your town. And, uh, so you do this by sort of setting up every round. There's four rounds, one for each season of a year. You set up a train that brings in characters uh, which is basically just dealing out cards. There's no actual like component that looks like a train or anything like that. And then you put out a certain amount of buildings, depending on what round there's four little round cards that tell you exactly what to put out. It's very, very easy to follow um, and easy to set up. And then there's a number of priority cards that go into the game, depending on again, how many players there are. There's one for each starting at one and going up to six. And then there's some tokens that are money and victory points and everybody starts with $10 worth of money, which are these just all tokens. Um, you are going to start each round by bidding on priority. So the priority cards are stacked from highest to lowest. So if it's five players, the five goes on top. 
then there's four, three, two, one, one being the last one that you will be bidding on. And the way the bidding actually works is you bid not to take the top card. So if you are the starting player, you're going to put a coin on it, say, I'm not taking it. And it's up to the next player to either put another coin on it or take the card and any of the money that is on it. You keep doing that until all of the players have a priority card. And then whoever stuck it out the longest or maybe paid the most money over these rounds uh, gets to take the the first pick of the train. So you start with the train and you take the cards up, you look at them, you select a new character, you put it in your town and then you hand it to whoever has the number two priority, and then they hand it to number three, and so on. And then once that's done, you go and you take the buildings, and the buildings, it's the same thing. They're all laid out, though. You just kind of pick one off in priority number and put it in your city. So the buildings are really how you score, and there's a little bit of, I guess, an engine building aspect to the game with the buildings. The buildings will have the matching half of... Uh, one or two of the icons on the top of them. And when you play a building into your town and you're able to make it fully staffed, then it will give you either victory points and or money. I shouldn't say and or, I should say or money because you can't take both on the same action. So after everybody's selected a, a, a building to put into their town, then it goes in reverse order with the starting with the largest number, they will staff their building if they can, and then they will choose uh, one of the two rewards that they get. So they can either take money, which is good for you know getting pr- higher priority. You also use the money to buy the buildings, so money's good to have, but victory points are where it's at. So you might want to take victory points because that's how you win the game. And then going in reverse order, every time somebody activates one of their buildings by fully staffing it, anybody that has the same color, so the same family uh, card activating one of their buildings previously to that player activating it, they get to activate that building again. Now, they can only activate one of their buildings. So like if they had three buildings activated you know, staffed by three yellow cards, they couldn't go, oh, you played a yellow card. I get to activate all of these. They have to pick one of them. But there's this engine building that happens like, oh, I've got this one that's really producing me a lot of points. Great. You you get those points every time somebody activates that color. After everything's activated, you set up a new round, you deal out a new train, you put up a new main street with all the buildings according to whatever the next season says. Sometimes there's two trains that come and then there's a a kind of a varying number of buildings that go into Main Street. And then you start it all over again. Whoever was player one, whoever had the priority one for that last round, they're the starting bidder. And then you go around and bid for priority. You do that four times and whoever has the most points wins. You can buy more points. They're $10 per one point, and then money is the tiebreaker. So this game, it's it's easy. I like it's much easier to kind of show you the game and teach it to you. It's really kind of a 
It's not a typical game, I guess I would say, to sort of describe to somebody, which may seem why it felt like I was a little like wandering there as I was describing the gameplay. But if I had the cards in front of me and the the tokens and everything, I would go boom, 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 boom. Here's how you play the game. And everybody goes, oh, it's super easy. You can literally like read the setup and then read the player aid card and then you pretty much know how to play it's that easy of a game to learn how to play uh this game though is great capital city is a very tight game there's only four rounds there's not a lot of actions each round you either get two characters in a building or one character in a building every round so it's not like there's tons going on. You're trying to build all these cards and combo them up. and do. It's very, very streamlined. There's not a lot of fat on this game that can be trimmed. And because of that, all of your decisions carry a good amount of weight. It also really brings into play kind of watching what other people are doing because you may want to follow the other colors that people are pulling because you know they're going to activate that and that's going to trigger me to uh, get more. Or you may say, I don't want the same because I don't want to trigger them into getting more points. So there's a lot of sort of metagame that happens with this because the game is so simplistic. It's much easier to kind of keep track and try to play off of what everybody else is doing. Uh, this game is really fun. Um, we played it once and then we immediately wanted to play it again because it was just like, oh, it's easy. Like we, we grappled with a couple things at first and then once we got it, we were like, boom, this game is great. Let's play it again. Let's really give it a good ride. And uh, it, we, we had a lot of fun with it. The artwork is very, very cool, very stylistic. It perfectly matches the theme of Old West, but it's got this cool like cartoon animal universe thing happening with it. Uh, one thing that Calliope does that I really enjoy is you open the box and it's ready to play. There's no punch board. There's no punching out chits and tokens and things like that. Everything's already bagged. Everything's already put in, uh, in a tray. It's ready to roll. You, you pop the shrink off. You pull the lid and you start dealing out cards. So that's just a nice little touch. And uh, I really appreciate the way they go about that. And this game, I just I, I just really like it. I think I haven't had a chance to play with my boys yet, but I know it's something that they're going to grasp really, really easily. And they're really going to enjoy. Again, I could play this with family. Um, I played it with gamers the few the times that I've played it. And it's gone over really well. It's been a, a pretty big hit, but I know that next family outing or holiday or dinner or whatever, I can throw this in my bag and put it on the table and everybody's going to enjoy it. And plus it's got that higher player count too. So it's not like, well, let's all play a game, but only four of us can play it. <laughs> you know, I can at least put six people down and we can sit down and enjoy it and have a good time with it. So there it is. It's Capital City from Calliope Games. Really enjoy this one. I think you will too. 
Do you have a question for Jeremiah? A topic you'd like to hear him tackle? Just shoot him an email at theologyofgames at gmail.com or tweet at theologyofgames. Okay, well, we're going to finish up with a segment of Real Talk, and I just kind of have a lighthearted, funny sort of question to ask you. Do you say fall or autumn? <laughs> I, I was wondering about this, and I'm, I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, it's because last week I reviewed Everdell, and I noticed that on the board, it has the seasons listed as spring, summer, and autumn. And I guess, I don't know, around here, you know, in Northeast Ohio, a lot of people say the fall, you know, oh, fall's coming, uh, you know, in reference to, I suppose, you know, leaves changing and then falling and then, you know, we have to spend a lot of time raking them and whatever. Uh, So maybe autumn is like a thing, you know, down south where the seasons aren't as drastic. I don't know. Um, So I was just... I'm curious of that. I know there's listeners all across the country. Uh, I'd love to hear your take on that. You know, what do you call the, the upcoming season, the season between summer and winter? Is it fall or is it autumn? Uh, <laughs> that's all I've got, but I think it's an interesting thing. You know, these different words that we use in different areas of the country and and things like that. So I would just love to hear some of the feedback on where that line is, where we call it fall and where we call it autumn. So that's my (laughs) real talk. It's real heavy this week. I know Uh, segment for this week. Let me know. Use the, uh, use the social media. You can tweet at us at theology of games or just email us at theologyofgames at gmail.com. And that's going to do it for yet another episode. Thanks so much. Episode 91 in the books, in the bag, in the can, if you will. Uh, We are on our way to episode 100, which is super exciting. I'm really looking forward to that. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate all the listens that we've been getting and all the love that I've been getting for the show. It means the world to me. I I so, so appreciate it. Um, If you would like more information about this show and the Theology of Games podcast and Board Games Daily, obviously you can go to theologyofgames.com or you can follow us on social media at Theology of Games on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. You can also join our Facebook group, the Theology of Games group. I think that's all I've got for you, except if you do like the show, we would love it if you would rate us, give us a review and a subscription wherever you're listening, whether it's iTunes or Google Play or many, uh, any of the many other places that the show is populated. That always is super, super helpful as well as sharing. So if you share it with your friends, tell them that you like it. We appreciate that as well. And I think that's all I've got for this week. So with that, I'm going to say I'm Jeremiah Isley and that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. 
If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.